Good morning, my badass friends out there on the adventure of coming back to ourselves out of codependency, out of narcissistic abuse. I'm Marshall Bircher, and I'm your guide coming back to your well-being and happiness in your life. And I'm excited to have you here today for another episode of Happiness After Codependency. Today, we're going to talk about the rightness of your body's response to people, places, and things in your life. Says one of the more essential aspects of coming back to self-trust and understanding that our reactions, what we feel in our body, the sensations that arise in response to people, places, and things that we encounter <clears throat> is legitimate. It's valid. It's real. And it has a proper uh, it has a proper rationale for existing. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So before we get to that, I'm going to share this out with the community. Um, if you're new to me, the community is your safe haven here where you can find additional tools, guidance, and support in your journey out of codependency and back into knowing, loving, and living who you are. <clears throat> back in self-trust, back in self-respect, learning how to live life without the need for codependent behaviors. That community that is where I help you and other students and members help each other in accomplishing this. The link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube. If you're listening via podcast, it's on my website. You just go to freetheself.com or it's in the description in the podcast. And if you are watching this, especially on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. And guys, share this video out to people you know would benefit from it. So I'm going to get a shirt out here real quick. see here there we are let me know how you're doing just say hi to me in the comments below um, as well as share with me your thoughts about what you're what you get out of today's training and other trainings that are going on that you've uh, watched or listened to from it your feedback helps me understand how i'm impacting your world and i also need to change a thing here there we go all right <clears throat> so life is going to get even better <laughs> So it's good to see you guys. Are good to share this time with you. So the rightness of our body's feelings and sensations and responses towards life. So what I learned growing up was that what I felt and what arose within me was needed to be questioned. It needed to be examined. It needed to be justified. And that caused me an enormous amount of confusion. I was taught that there were bad feelings and good feelings. Bad sensations, good sensations. I was taught the way we get out of bad sensations and bad feelings is to ignore them, to block them, to stuff them. We, I was conditioned to believe that I must overcome them and eliminate them from my existence. In other words, I shouldn't feel what I feel. I shouldn't have these feelings, these thoughts, these sensations, this kind of experience that's going on there. This divided me against myself. It taught me to distrust my lived experience, my sensations, my perceptions, my emotions, it disconnected me and taught me to distrust my needs and my wants, my intuition, my own wholeness and self-awareness was divided against me. And then 
when trauma comes into the world and comes into our world and, and, and we are acted upon in coercive and harmful ways, our, the nervous system then goes into one of its four options. It's either going to fight it, it's going to flee from it, it's going to fawn towards it, to pease and to please, or it's going to freeze and collapse. That determination is made by your amygdala. So you don't get a choice in that. The, the brain goes, oh, this is what we're going to do. And it does it. Now, if we've been primed to distrust ourselves and to analyze and question our responses, our behavior, our, our, uh, our responses, meaning our sensations, the feelings, and the perceptions that arise within us, then trauma becomes really trapped because we're not supposed to feel this way. I'm not supposed to be upset about what's happened to me. I'm not supposed to be scared of it. I'm not supposed to be this or that. Sometimes we even think we're supposed to be something else. Like I should have fought back. I should have pushed back. I should have, I should have left. I should have ran. See, this is how we are distrusting what showed up for us and how we reacted or responded to something. This separates us from our intrinsic wisdom inside ourselves. I'm good, Rita. It's nice to see you. This causes us inner turmoil because now we are in division against ourselves. So this deepens distrust, it raises resentment, and it, it fixes us into a battle that we don't, we can't ever win because it's not actually supposed to be there. And this leads us into the rightness of what we sense and how we react to things. So follow me a bit here on this because there's nuance to it. First and foremost, in, in my training, one of the first things I learned was that what I felt and what I was experiencing was legitimate. Period. Hey, Deborah, nice to see you. So I was sitting there with, with Robert Wuduan, and I was having some big feelings come up. And he's like, yeah, those are fine. We welcome them in. Let's let them take up a little more space. What if it's okay that they're there? What if they're okay to feel? What if it's actually safer to feel them now? Started working on this idea of permission. Ooh, I have permission to feel this. What we are doing there is starting to restore my personal authority and sovereignty by acknowledging the validity of my emotions, the rightness of these sensations that were showing up in my body and response to things I was encountering in my life. At that particular time, we were working on um, panic. I was having panic at work. I was having panic in my marriage, panic being a dad, panic about money. Well, naturally I was. That was what I was conditioned to believe that was the right response to these things. It was also in response to the past I was coming from. See, what arises within us has a rational premise. It's there because of what you've gone through, and it is the response your body chose because it was the wisest response for you in that situation. So if you found yourself freezing when someone is screaming at you, that's your body's wise response to that situation. It got you out of the situation. It helped you survive. This is what it means about rightness. 
like, oh, I was having panic about money because that's a legitimate thing. Grew up in an environment where money was very unstable. Uh, we lost things. Things didn't feel secure. Of course I'm going to have anxiety about that. I've gone through the loss of that. Uh, interacting with people, well, of course I'm going to have panic about that. I've been socially, you know, I've been abused a lot by peers as a child growing up. My body's like, person's dangerous. You know, pay attention. That's that's what this means, this rightness of our response. Because it's coming from a rational premise. It's just not there magically. It's like, oh, I'll do this today. It's there because of experience. So when we get uh, into alignment with this perspective, then what shows up within us isn't something that requires any fixing. It doesn't require any what people would call typically healing. Like, I've got to change it. It's actually about receiving it, building capacity to feel it, to at a minimum acknowledge and let it be legitimate. And let it guide and teach you, and then you can also guide and parent this part of yourself. That's bringing that forward. We can do that through care, through kindness, through uh, what I learned is holding space with it. After learning how to regulate and calm as well, to soothe this aspect of ourselves. This is the beauty of it, because this is how we integrate our experiences and our emotional uh, reality. This is what eliminated the panic attacks I had because I realized I no longer have to panic because now I have other resources to help me manage this. But that doesn't mean the terror I felt as a child was wrong. It was the right response because that was based on the resources I had at the time. Now as an adult, I have different resources and I can be like, well, we can respond to this differently now. We can handle this differently. And we get to win there. This is how we mature forward into our lives without having to like get rid of the thing. Instead, we bring it in. We make space for it. We bring care to it. We regard it with respect. And so that's why I often a broken record for my students in this. Is I, I practice a thing called ALI. I acknowledge what I am feeling. I acknowledge what I am experiencing and what's a, alive within me in response to this. So I'll take it with Pam's example here. I'm either in pain or I numb myself. Integrating in a healthy way sounds so helpful. Yeah. Let's start with acknowledging your pain and the numbness. Let's just let it be. Like, yeah, there's pain and there is numbness. Let that be. Because there's nothing to fix there. This pain and numbness is how your body navigated complex, scary, overwhelming, and threatening situations. And guess what? It worked. You're here. So we can give it that validation, that legitimization. It's like, hmm, this is working. This helped me get through this. Now, a lot of times we'll come in with the argument of, well, but I have to learn something different because this is interfering with my life right now. Here's the cool part. When we approach it from acknowledgement and legitimization allows it to integrate, 
it no longer interferes. It becomes a force working for us. Because sometimes, sometimes it might be necessary to numb out so you can get out of the situation. Sometimes that is the right response to what shows up in you. So we just receive it if that's what shows up. Part of moving into real living self-trust is to acknowledge that what I am feeling in response to something is valid, period. There isn't something else I'm supposed to be feeling. So there isn't, oh, if I'm numb right now when something happens, that doesn't mean I failed in the past to heal something. What it means is right now that is the appropriate response my body is choosing to towards this thing. And then we can play a little experiment. What does it feel like or what shifts for you when we trust that response 10% more? What do we start to discover in that shift? This brings us back to harmony with ourselves. And the next step is to care for it. Because when we really legitimize what we're feeling, legitimization is it's made real and valid to you. So there isn't a question of, oh, I should be feeling something different. I've got to get rid of this or some other thing. It's more like, this is okay to feel right now. Even if it doesn't feel okay, it's okay that it doesn't feel okay. We start giving it this, this respect and this sense of trust. Like, yeah, you're here for a valid reason. And this allows it to be safer to feel, paradoxically, because it's like, ah, if this is okay that it's here, then I'm actually feeling safer feeling what I feel about the thing. So we start building this internal safety with our own emotions, with our own own perceptions and experiences of reality. And this can help us know what to do here. Because sometimes, like for instance, with relationship to my panic attacks, I used to, I thought that, you know, that's all I could do. That was my capacity. That's all I knew. But as I gained new skills and I coupled those skills with uh, experience, then my body gained a new option. So rather than panic, it becomes clear and direct about it and it becomes concerned about it and says, what can we do here? What, what's in our power? How, can we, how do we want to respond to this? And when it's things that are I am powerless over, it's like, okay, how... What do I need to care for myself with a potential impact from this thing I have no power over? How do I care and, and, and what, what, what do I need here? Sometimes I need reassurance. Sometimes I need a little space. Sometimes I even numb out a little bit and go, okay, I just need to, to give myself a break because my capacity is at its limit, okay? And then I come into clarity like, okay, we, we will navigate this. Usually what that looks like for me is reassurance, connection with someone I trust, and then some um, allowance of aggression to emerge, not towards someone or something, but the feeling, the sensation. I trust the aggression because now I'm defending myself. I'm, I'm getting ready to fight if I need to, but I'm also open to other solutions. So that's what I've managed to be able to develop in my life as I've healed. What what I mean by healing is I've gained more capacity to acknowledge what I feel, connect with it. This also works with positive feelings. This works with love. 
This works. Yeah, positive feelings. See, even that little programming is still there. This works with feelings that are light and expansive and joyful and playful as well. Because in trauma and abuse and neglect, our world is, is saturated in this pain. It's saturated in this emptiness or numbness. And then when, when these other emotions come in, happiness or joy show up or peace, or boredom, or, or, or contentment, or rest. We're scared of losing them, so sometimes we just push them away. I don't want to feel that because it's going to go away. Sometimes we hoard them, try to get more out of them. So we attach them and try to keep it and control it. When we become safer in, with how we feel, by seeing its legitimacy, its rightness, then it's like, oh, I am feeling happy and I can give myself permission to have more of that as long as it lasts because I'm also I'm also safe with myself in the respect that I can I'll be okay if it leaves so then emotions have the you know, we give them the respect to leave and come as they do because that's what they do they're a wave uh, like a wave on the shore, in and out. This allows us to become more present. Because now we're not auditing what we feel. We're not trying to make it right. We're not trying to change it. It's more like this is here for a legitimate reason. This happiness or this peace or contentment is here for a legitimate reason. For a rational premise. It's like, okay, yeah. I get to enjoy this now. And if I have anxiety with it, I have resistance to it, that gets to come in too. We get to have that. See, nothing is wrong here. Nothing's being made wrong or bad or got to be changed. It's being received and held like a child, like an infant, cared for. It's being trusted. It's being respected. So I check the comments here. Pam says, I show compassion for others and I understand their damage and their imperfections, but I never show that towards myself. Yeah, yeah, we're conditioned not to do that because it wasn't reflected back to us. So we internalized a program that regards ourselves with criticism. And then we internalized another program that regards others with compassion. So one, one thing that can help here is starting to give yourself permission to see yourself the way you see that other individual and to acknowledge that others see you the way you see that other individual. They see you through the lens of compassion and care and love, just as you see that other individual through that lens of compassion, care, and love. And when we can acknowledge that others see it that way, maybe we can see ourselves that way too. And that gets us a vision shift. Basically, we're orienting towards ourself internally through that lens and starting to explore what that is like for us, explore what we discover there and who we discover there, what shows up for us. And this practice of acknowledging, legitimizing, and integrating what's showing up for us in our sensations and in our feelings, our wants, our needs, whatever is showing up within our bodies, is an act of that because we're beginning to view ourselves through that lens of, of 
self-trust and innate authenticity and autonomy like where we don't even have to justify these things they're innately justified they exist and thus they are valid and real we can care for them and care really is about this warmth of re positive regard towards them seeing their uh, treating them with value with priority and with importance and respect so my friends as we journey back to ourselves this is a journey back into self-trust back in to an agreement and harmony with what shows up within us it's like ah this is alive in me and it's giving me wisdom and, and, and information and perspective and then we what is it trying to tell me what do i need uh what care does it need what do i need to be aware of that this aware about what do i need to be aware about in regards to this person place or thing so like right now doing uh this uh training this this episode here i have some anxiety a little i always do i think that's a natural normal thing when people are paying attention to you you're putting yourself out there see it doesn't need to be eliminated it needs to be respected and understood so yeah i got that here normally and naturally i would <laughs> i'm putting myself out there and that makes it feel so much safer to do this so much easier to show up during the holiday enrollment right now that's a big vulnerability for me putting a hey guys it's time to enroll do you want to jump in and restore that safety that sanity that sovereignty you want to get out of the trauma bond you get out of the crazy making join the heal yourself strategy you really want to come to know love and live who you are really start creating happiness in your life the know yourself strategy if you want relationships friendships that really work for you because they're based on compatibility and respect come join the re the relationship strategy you want everything i have to offer forever for one price get the everything for everything forever membership Ooh, i'm gonna check in with my body there because that's a it's a little intense it's a little intense it's intense in my belly and my chest this is like this warmth little butterflies little adrenaline little tension going on naturally because i'm doing something that's big i'm taking a risk sometimes this gets me feedback from from individuals they're like ah don't like this wrong bad shame shame things like that that's okay i get to be where i'm at with it this is caring for ourselves it's allowing whatever is alive within us to be received and to approach it from that rightness perspective like hmm, this comes from that rational premise which is defined by what i've been through in the past that's its innate legitimacy which is one of the core principles of self-trust self-trust has several core principles and we'll be talking about those that one of them is that innate legitimacy meaning that i have intrinsic legitimacy i'm intrinsically valid so what I experience is intrinsically valid, what I feel, what I perceive, what I want and need, and how I take up space and express myself all intrinsically valid or legitimate. 
that helps us regulate because now we have this, we're dissolving this division within ourselves of making ourselves wrong. We're moving ourselves into a rightness, making ourselves right in what we feel. It's like, ah, this is okay to feel. We stop the cycle of condemnation on ourselves and we start the acknowledgement of our own intrinsic innocence and wholeness. This opens us up to letting go of the old shame and guilt narratives we might have towards ourselves and other people, places, and things. It moves us out of trying to make other people wrong so that we can be right or justified in our boundaries and saying no or in saying yes. We no longer need to pivot ourselves according to other people's points of view. Instead, we can act free of that. So I get to make the choices and take the actions that are aligned for me despite what another person's point of view will be. That's not, I don't need them to be wrong for me to be right in my choice. This frees us up in a lot of different ways from trying to condemn and, and, and control ourselves into a flow, into a safety and a security within ourselves. Because your nervous system is going to calm down when it feels like it's okay. And it, you have its back. It's one of the ways we can really deeply bring care and soothing to ourselves and then empower our informed action and choice whatever is needed for us there so that's today's episode my friends thank you for being here holiday enrollment is open we have uh, about 40 seats left total this will close in 13 days so this is your opportunity the last opportunity in 2020 one, to get into the heal yourself strategy, the know yourself strategy, or the relationship strategy. Next opening will be in January. Um, so jump in now. Start your healing journey and come to know and live that peace. All courses come with lifetime access to both recorded and live editions of the courses. They come with lifetime access to homework support that we do twice a week. You can log in and do homework with others or with me. So you're not doing it on your own. And twice a week live group support called Live Mentoring Hours, also twice a week. Both of these happen on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So Tuesday evenings between 5 and 7 p.m. Boise Idaho time. And Thursday mornings from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Boise Idaho time. So we got your back in doing the work that restores your safety, your sanity, and yourself. That helps you come to know, love, and live who you are. And create relationships that are fulfilling relationships where you are feel seen loved and valued in your world so come join us and let's change your life so go gently with yourselves out there thank you again for being here and i'll see you guys in our next episode bye-bye